Who's ready for the Holy Spirit to speak to you this morning? Amen. I trust the Holy Spirit to speak to you today. I hope you're ready to receive. Amen. Because I'm ready to give the word. It says in Proverbs 12, 25, it says, Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Who's ready for a good word? Who's ready for a good word? Amen. All right, let's get right into it without wasting any more time. The title of the message today is Much More Than This. Much more than this. God has much more in store for you. Hallelujah. You've seen His provision. You've seen His favor. You've seen His blessing, His goodness. You've seen His faithfulness in your hard times. But in this season, there is much more than this. Amen. The text is from 2 Chronicles 25. Um, Amaziah. I'm just going to read something there. Right. Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoadan of Jerusalem, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a loyal heart. Uh-oh. First point. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a loyal heart. Meaning he had a heart issue. He had a heart issue. Externally, everything is good. Everything is nice. Everything, he did seem right, seem good. But the heart, he had a problem. If you look at the Gospel of Mark, uh, Mark chapter 11, it talks about how Jesus was on his way to the, to the temple in Jerusalem. And on his way, he was hungry. He was hungry and he turned and he saw this fig tree full of leaves. He goes to the fig tree, he looks for figs to eat. He's hungry. He checks out the tree, searching this tree, looking everywhere. Guess what? It's fruitless. There's no figs in the tree. What happens? He curses the tree. Jesus, full of compassion, full of mercy, he cursed the tree and the tree withers. Okay, immediately after that, he goes to the temple. He goes to the temple. He sees, he sees the, where is this? Wow, I went ahead of myself. Never mind. He goes to the temple. He sees people. He hears the sounds. People are talking, laughing, chatting. Before he reaches, he can hear everything. He walks in there and guess what? They are trading, money changes, selling doves for offering sacrifice. Everything is going on except revival. What does he do? He overthrows the tables. He chases them out. Doesn't let anybody do business in the house. He says, my house will be a house of prayer. Hello, you have made it a house of thieves. What am I talking about today? You see, the tree gave the appearance it had fruit. The temple gave the appearance it had fruit. It had revival. On the outside, everything looks nice. Everything looks wonderful. But actually, it had nothing. Remember, I'm talking about a heart issue. A heart issue. So we can look good on the outside. Give the appearance of revival, appearance of fruit, appearance that we are doing well, we are walking right with the Lord. But what about our heart? A bit heavy for Sunday morning, huh? I told you it's a good word. <laughs> is, is it a good word? <laughs> oh, you, you're like, huh? Okay. <laughs> Revelation 3 talks about, I know your deeds that you are neither hot nor cold. You're neither cold or hot. I wish you were either one or the other. Because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Woo! Big tree, full of leaves, but no fruit. Lord, help us. 
help us. Lukewarm is dangerous. So help us, God. Hot means you got some fire for the Lord. You got some passion for the Lord. You got some hunger for the Lord. You're burning. You're trying to live for Him. Maybe you're not perfect, but you're practicing. You're doing something. The scripture says, a smoldering wick I will not snuff out. Smoldering wick means uh, no more fire. It's just some smoke coming out. No more fire. You know, you, you, you'll go camping and sometimes there's no fire, right? You just let it smoke. This is what it's talking about. A smoldering wick I will not snuff out. He will fan you back into flame. He considers you hot for Him. Amen? Because He is a good God, full of grace, full of mercy. He's a wonderful God, right? And then it talks about coal. Coal means you're totally out there. You're in the world. You're not safe. Smoke also don't have. Fumes also don't have. You're totally out there. But also God won't spit you out. Funny, isn't it? He still won't spit you out if you're cold. Because He never gives up on you. The Word says, I will keep knocking on the doors of your heart. Amen? He knocked on the doors of your heart. You still don't listen? He knocks harder. Still don't listen? Sometimes He knocks your head. That one, no, only, only me. Huh? It's not in the Bible. Where, where? The scripture, knock your head. Don't have. This one, Jonathan, say one. Sometimes he knock your head. Sometimes the wife knocks the head. But some, <laughs> kidding, my wife is very nice. She doesn't knock my head. But that is being cold. But the lukewarm, the dangerous one, haha, this is the one when you're in the world, you behave like the world. You cheat, you lie, you backstab, you tear people down to promote yourself. You do all kinds of things. You hold back payments. You don't forgive, you gossip about your leaders when you're in the world. And then when you come to church, you fast, you pray, you say praise the Lord, brother. You know how to say hallelujah. You can even speak in tongues. This is the one God cannot tahan. Okay? Cannot tahan means, Stephen not here, but now I interpret. Cannot tahan means I cannot stand it. God cannot stand. This is where God says, I'm about to spit you out. Because why? It's the appearance of a disciple. It's the appearance of revival. It's the appearance of your walking righteously before God. But you have a heart issue. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor it's a good word. <laughs> it's a good word. <laughs> Wait, we will get there. Second point, investigate me. David wrote in Psalms, Psalms 139 verse 23. Sister Visa, you got that one? Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen? The message translation, investigate my life, O God. Find out everything about me. Cross-examine and test me. Get a clear picture of what I'm about. See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong. Then guide me on the road to eternal life. Amen? So we invite God's Test, so to speak. We invite God's investigation, cross-examination. Is for what? It's so that He can realign us. It's not so that God can see how holy you are on a scale of one to ten. I'm going to test to see if you're you're holy or not, you're righteous or not. No, that's not our God. He tests us, as the Scripture says, to see if we've done anything wrong, so that He can guide us on the road of eternal life. The test is to realign us. Amen. The test is to bring you from destruction, from death to life. Hallelujah. Very quiet this morning. It's okay, we're going to get there. Investigate my life. Whether we like it or not, all of us have blind spots. Amen? 
And if you don't have a wife, who's going to tell you about your blind spots? <laughs> it's the Lord, right? <laughs> so I'm sure you know about how a ship or a plane, if it's a few degrees off course, what happens? It's going to reach a different destination. You're not going to make it to the right destination. All you need to do is just a little bit off any, a little bit off any. That is why we need the captain of our lives to realign us, check us back, get us, investigate me, Lord. Find out anything is wrong in me. He does not examine you, examine me to pick on you. Hallelujah. He does not pick on you and put you on a good or bad list, like the Christmas list, like the Santa Claus things. No. Leonard Ravenhill is an English evangelist from the 1900s. He says, Jesus didn't come to make good people bad. Okay? He did not come to make good people bad. He came to make the dead alive. Hallelujah. It's not about being good. It's about from death to life. Amen. So let him examine you. Let him examine us. Amen. Check us and put us on the path everlasting. When I was in, I studied audio engineering when I was in uh, audio engineering school and we had to use these uh, recording studios. Before you were allowed to use the studios, you had to go for a competency test to check if you know how to use, have to plug in. But before you did the test, the lecturers, very naughty, they will unplug some cables, they will mess up some system, they will off some power here. So you go inside there, you're confused. You, hey, the system wasn't like that yesterday. <laughs> Everything changed. It's a competency test to see if you know how to hook everything up and get the system working. It's designed to fail half of the class. They don't want you to use the studio first. They want you to be an expert before you go to the next, next, next stage, right? But Jesus never sets you up for failure. Hello? Our God doesn't come into your life, throw some bombs at you, cause you to mess up, and then, okay, now I'm going to examine you. Uh, this is where you... No, that is not our God. Amen? Amen? Now we look back at the fig tree. If the fig tree did not have any leaves, do you think Jesus would go and look for figs? No, talk to me, it's okay. No. If it's a dry tree, if it's not, it shows that it's not in season, he's not even going to look at it and find the, trying to look for fruit. It gave the appearance that it had fruit. Ouch. Church is about being honest before the Lord. God, I'm not doing that great. Help me. Examine me like David. Set me on the right path. Everlasting. In this season, this much more season, I'm going, going, going into that. But in this season, let us be teachable. Let us be open to what the Holy Spirit is doing. A season of much more than this. It's a new wine season. It's a new anointing season. It's a new, uh, you're going to get new revelations, new insights of the Word of God, a new, fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So that's why now, more crucial than ever, we need to realign ourselves with what God is doing. Allow the Holy Spirit to move and work in us, to revive us again. Let's not give the appearance that everything is okay. Everything is under control. Amen? In the natural, you don't even know you've got a heart problem until you go for a checkup. You don't know you got fatty liver until they ultra scan you. Hey, you got fatty liver. Lah. <laughs> Correct or not? We go to our doctors. Then only we know, I got blocked, must do stand. I'll, you need to diet, you need to lose weight, whatever, change your diet, whatever. All that happens in the test. In the test. The same thing when God examines us. Examines us. And then we find out what is wrong. Because we do not have everything put together so calmly. We have a video on the show. 
It's about ducks swimming. Sister Vista can help me. Look at these ducks, very cute, paddling like crazy. On the surface, if you look above the surface, they look calm, they look nice, so cute, look at that. But the moment you go underwater and take a look, what's beneath the surface? Oh, paddling like mad, paddling like crazy. Hello, this is us. <laughs> not, we are not as cute, but this is us. That's our lives. That's our walk with God sometimes. On the outside, everything is good, calm. Even cute. But under the surface, anxiety, fear. You're thinking about your past. You're thinking about your mistakes, your failures. We are pedaling as hard as we can, trying to balance this life, trying to balance this, this whole thing that is coming in. That is why we need Jesus. Amen? He is the rest. He is the Sabbath. Come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Amen? That is our God. So please, come to Jesus. If you have burdens today, doesn't matter if you're a new believer, doesn't matter if you're, you've been a believer since Adam's time or whatever, come to Him today. He is everything that we need. He's the atonement. He's the peace. We need to lean on Him, be transparent with Him, trust in Him. Show me if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Offensive to who? Offensive to who? Offensive to Him. If there's anything that offends you, Lord, in me, please change me. Please lead me in the right direction. Amen? Because there is so much more that He wants to bless you with. Let's go back to Amaziah. Now, Amaziah, now he wanted to go to war. He gets all his captains ready, his troops ready, and on top of that, he hires some troops from Israel, he praised them 100 talents. Okay, but the prophet confronts him in verse 7. I think we have it up there. We have it? The man of God came to him saying, O king, do not let the army of Israel go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, nor with the children of Ephraim. But if you go, be gone, be strong in battle. Even so, God shall make you fall before the enemy. Whoa. For God has power to help and to overthrow. Then Amaziah said to the man of God, but what shall we do about the hundred talents which I have given the troops of Israel? He paid hundred talents to these people. So Amaziah was more concerned uh, about the money that he invested on the troops than failing in battle, than dying in battle, than following the Lord. It was a hard issue. What is hundred talents compared to your life? What is hundred talents compared to your victory you're going to get? You know, see, church, whether we like it or not, following Jesus has a cost. There is a cost for obedience. There is a cost. When you want to live in the fear of the Lord, it's going to cost you something. Hello? When you want to be humble before the Lord, it is going to cost you something. I know we talk about, oh, all the favor, all is great. It's going to cost you something. Obedience costs you something. Somebody say amen. Amen. It costs you something to obey the Lord. Matthew 16, 24, it says, Jesus said to his disciple, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoa. The world teaches, the world teaches you, you read the motivation books, all it teaches you, even written by Christian authors, it tells you, anything that asks you to deny yourself means no good. Never deny yourself. But Jesus comes with the opposite message, you know, deny yourself. 
follow me. Take up your cross. The whole message of the cross, the gospel, is about self-denial. He laid down his life for us. He sacrificed himself for us. The greatest sacrifice. But also when there is a cost, a heavy cost for something, guess what? There is a reward. Amen? There is a reward for obedience. There is a reward for walking humbly before the Lord. And the reward is always much more than this. Third point. The man of God answered him, the Lord is able to give you much more than this. Much more than this. The hundred talents that you wasted, you blow, whatever, it is nothing compared to what God can give you. Amen? Whatever the cause of following Christ, the obedience to Christ, whatever that He has in store, it is so much more. It is so much more. He's going to give you back way more than you can ask or imagine. He is a good God. You get life, life more abundantly, eternal life. You get joy, you get peace, you get the right people that's going to come into your life. You get rest, you get favour. You, you can't count all these things. It's immaterial things that God can give you and bless you with. Now my wife, uh, before this she was uh, searching for something to do. For many years, like in her heart, a personal satisfaction, like 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 what shall I do? What is God's calling for me? What am I supposed to do? And she would cry out to God and she would seek God and God would speak to her. It's always be patient, always wait. When the prophet comes, prophesy over her. So same thing. Wait where you are, be patient. And she's thinking, am I more than just a mother? What is this? Where do you want me to go? Uh, the word is always stay faithful where you are. Be faithful where you are. Always wait. Never, good thing is coming for you. Oh, new job coming. Nothing. It's always Nothing until the season changed for her and opportunity opened for her and she came into her season of much more than this. And God didn't just speak to her about it, He also spoke to me about it, right? I hardly hear the Lord speak like, like in a clear voice or what, but this one was clear lah in my spirit. Maybe God knows I'm stubborn or what. <laughs> he speak to me clearly in my spirit. He was like, whoa, clear from the Lord. And... Um, God has blessed, blessed her tremendously. She started, she hasn't been working what, for five to seven years or what. Now she starts, five, uh, I counted more. <laughs> Felt like more. Anyway, she starts exactly where she would have started if she started five years ago, six years ago. Meaning what? God accelerated her. She didn't lose anything. No time was wasted. Accelerated her bless her at the time where the company policies was changing in her favour all kinds of things there's so much more that I want to share but cannot share now mind I censor you want to know more come and talk to her so when God says wait just wait amen she's doing something now that she never knew such a position existed it came at the right time at the right time just sharing with you this because God when he blesses you it's always much more than this much more than this. If I were to sit down with you at a coffee table, you would probably have stories like that. How God blessed you and it was always much more than this. Than whatever you expected. Amen? So for those who have been obedient, for those who have been obeying the Lord, doing your best for the Lord, guess what? It is the time of your much more right now. It is the time of reward. Amen? It's a season of much more than this. Our pastors, Pastor David, Pastor Lifan, God has seen your faithfulness. He's, he has blessed you. But this is a season of much more than this. Amen? It's a season of the new wine. 
Pastor Stephen also, much more than this, more anointing, more grace. They're not here this morning, like my mom said, they're ministering somewhere else. So they have new grace, new anointing, new baby or not, I don't know. You better ask them. Today is their anniversary, so go ahead and message them, wish them happy anniversary. Okay? But for those who are going through tough times, those of you who are going through the times where God says, wait, not yet, wait. I just want to encourage you. Now is the time of your obedience. Now is the season of trusting Him. Be patient. Wait on the Lord because He will never let you down. He will never, never let you down. There is always a reward. Amen. There's always a reward. So Amaziah obeyed. He discharged the troops that had come to him from Ephraim to go back. He obeyed and they won. With less troops, less money, but they won because the Lord is able to do much more, much more than this. Matthew 7, 11. Your par- if your parents, actually it's from 9, but I like to say 7, 11. Your, you parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? How much more will your Father give you? It's not about getting back whatever you put in. It's always much more than this. Amen? My dad taught me this really since I was young. When my mother asked for 100 ringgit, he would give much more than 100 ringgit. <laughs> when she asked for 10 ringgit, when we were kids, we asked for 10 ringgit, he give more than 10 ringgit. He don't give, I want to buy this thing, huh? 10 ringgit, 50 cent. 10 ringgit, 1, 2, 3, uh, 10 ringgit, 50 cent. Ngam, ngam. No, my dad always give much more than this. Amen? Correct or not? Correct. Huh? So when my wife asked me, for more than this, I so give. Instead of giving 100, I give 110. <laughs> A bit more than this, but it's getting more. Amen? <laughs> Kidding. More. She knows. I always give her much more than this. We learn from our Father in heaven. We learn from our natural fathers. Learn and apply this. Let us have the abundance mindset. We serve a much more God. Can we practice much more in our families? Amen. Amen. That's not in my notes, but I went there. Never mind. Now, Skyler, my youngest daughter, uh, eight years old, she just did her... <laughs> She did a test. They had exams two weeks ago. And the night before her science exam, asked her to study. Everybody is studying. Asked her to study. She, sleepy. She read one, two page. I'm tired already. I don't want to read already. I know everything already. I don't want. I already study. I don't want. Skylar, study. Tomorrow exam come out. You don't know how to answer. Okay? We look down. We look up. She disappeared. One hour later, she comes out. Where were you? Papa, I read the children's Bible all the way to page 439. <laughs> 439, she read children's Bible, okay? And then um, we said, but you got <laughs> your, your exam tomorrow is not Bible, your exam is science, okay? A few days ago, I pick her up from school. <laughs> no, wait, 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 before that, turn a bit. Your exam is science, not Bible. She smiles and she says, Maybe God will bless me because I read the Bible. <laughs> Maybe God will bless me because I read the Bible. <laughs> all of us laugh like you. You just laugh. We all burst out laughing. Uh, maybe lah. Huh? A few days ago, I pick her up from school. Pick them from school. She gets in the car. 
Papa, I got 100 for science. <laughs> Claire next to her, what? All of us, what? What do you <laughs> Much more than this, not just pass, not just A, 100%. No. <laughs> so, but kids, don't try this at home. Huh? <laughs> See, that one is fate like a child, eight-year-old fate. She got more fate than me. Childlike fate, Jesus puts it. But God wants to bless you with much more than this. Also, children's Bible, you know, like, the picture is this big, then the words is this. <laughs> so, yes. So, when God blesses you, it's always much more than this. When King Solomon asked for wisdom, what did God give him? God gave him wisdom and riches. Wealth. When God restored Job, Job, he gave him twice as much as he had before. Amen. When the prodigal son came back, he gets a ring, he gets a cloak, he gets a big party until the brother got jealous. It's always much more. When the Israelites, the slaves, the Israelites, when they left Egypt, what happened? God gave them such great favor, they left with great wealth. Whatever they asked from the Egyptians, the Egyptians quickly gave. They left rich. They left wealthy. When God gives you back, when God restores you, it is always, always much more than this. Amen? We spoke to our leaders this month, earlier this month. This is a season of new wine. We believe and we're praying that the messages from this pulpit that comes forth will be more anointed, more powerful. Amen? The worship in this house must be more anointed more of His presence. The testimonies that we hear through the cell groups are more powerful. Amen? Not only we have a new stage today, let it be a new platform for the Holy Spirit to move. Amen? Because He is doing a new thing. So let Him inspect us. Let Him check our hearts this season. We don't want to be all leaves and no fruit. We don't want to be all the noise, all the hoo-ha, all the beautiful lights, beautiful signs, beautiful things. But when God comes in, it's like, hey, what's going on? We don't want to give the appearance of everything is right, but not with, what, as the scripture puts it, not with a loyal heart. Amen? Let us be new wineskins this season. Let us be ready to receive what God is doing. Let our church be on a new level of hunger like never before. Let us be uh, thirsty for the Lord like never before in this season. Amen? Because when He gives you back, when He starts to pour His Spirit on you, it's going to be much more than this. You will see it and you will receive it and you will thank Him for His faithfulness, for His goodness in this season. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Okay, let's just summarize. I'm done, but let's just summarize the whole message very quickly. Number one. Is there somebody up there? Okay, don't have. Never mind. I will summarize. Doing what was right but not with a loyal heart. On the outside, everything looks good. On the inside, problem. Remember the baby duck. I'm summarizing. Huh? And come to Jesus because He is our rest. Second point, investigate me. Let Him investigate us to realign us, not to destroy us. He is good. We also talk about the, the, the cost of following Jesus, the cost and the rewards, and season of much more. New wine, new anointing, new joy, new hunger for God and a season of reward. Amen. I hope you walk out of this place full of faith, believing that God has much more in store for you. Be ready to receive it. Amen. God bless you.